0: Good morning, it is January 20th, 2024, this is episode 52, oh my gosh, of the Paul Green Comedy podcast, a podcast by a dreamer for dreamers, stand-up comedian, actor Paul Green here, uh, documenting my journey as I traverse the very uh, unsure and tumultuous waters of not only being a dreamer in general, but having the audacity to perform stand-up comedy and be an actor and all of that fun stuff. So, let's see. Where are we at since yesterday? I am absolutely exhausted. I have not slept much this week. Um, if you've been following along, I'm Hertz rental car is trying to screw me over. And I lost, actually literally lost some sleep over that, and now I'm trying to recover. Yesterday I helped my mother move because I am a good son, hell yeah. And after I uh, got done helping her move, I had two shows last night at J.P.'s Comedy Club in Gilbert. Very, very fun shows. I have not been at that club. I regular there, so I get five shows a month there. However, in December, I was traveling. Um, Actually, I was in Portland where I rented a car from Hertz, and they are now trying to come at me for $1,000 for a little small crack on the windshield that they claim I'm responsible for. I don't want to talk about that anymore. So, um, last night's shows were really, really good. I was not as happy with my 7 o'clock set, Um, and it's really a shame because the crowd was unbelievable. Just one of the best in-house crowds I've ever seen at J.P.'s. And yet I didn't really deliver as hard as I would have liked. I was a little in my head just about some technical stuff, so I had my keyboard with me, and I'm never really quite sure how much keyboard I want to incorporate into my set, how much improvisation, how much crowd work versus material. And I bring my keyboard usually to do some improvisation. So I'll do my material for a little bit, and then I like to talk to people in the audience, and then improvise a song about whoever I talk about and it just so happened that there was a couple who was having their 22nd anniversary in the front row who I started to interact with, but what threw me off is I usually get about 12 to 15 minutes of time, but just the way the schedule worked, i only had 10 minutes, and it's actually just a lot to fit in in that amount of time without running the light, and at the 7 p.m. show, you cannot run the light because it is a very tight run show, because they have a late show, so they need to end on time, they need to get everybody out and reset the room. So, but I had brought my keyboard, I wanted to film it to try to get some more of those spontaneous crowd interactions to put online, which are all the rage these days. And I don't know what it was. I, I just, I didn't really... I don't feel like I killed it. I mean, I did. It's not like I bombed, but I didn't. For as good as that audience was, I felt like. I mean, let's put it this way. All the comics who went before me, I, I ended up going fifth, I think, fourth or fifth. And every comic before me did very, very well. And it was at least obvious to me that I didn't do as well as the other comics, um, at least in my own judgment of how the type of response I was getting Um, so I was in my head a little bit just first of all just basic time management it's like I've only got 10 minutes to do an improvised song like I like to do it's actually fairly time consuming because I like to talk to the people but in order for the song to really be funny I do need to get into a conversation with people while also making sure that the conversation is entertaining for the audience. I just can't sit there and talk to them. So, you know, I need to ask them a question, they need to respond, and then I need to spontaneously come up with something witty um, about every response so that the audience is still getting joke, 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 joke. But I'm also interviewing this couple and getting to know them, and then unbeknownst to everybody, what I'll do is I'll take all that information that they gave me, and then I will go improvise a song about them. Oh, man, I am beat tired. Forgive the yawn. Um, Totally spontaneous. Totally off the cuff. (laughs) And it's really fun. It's a great experience. So... I don't know. I just, I wasn't quite in the pocket. I I was, I was a little disconnected from myself, from the audience. There there was a little bit of nerves. You know, whenever I'm like, whenever I'm having to overthink some sort of technical element, when I have a time, uh, specifically a time constraint. And honestly, at my level, it's rare that there's not a time constraint. It happens sometimes where I'm the headliner and it's at the end of the show and I can just go as long as I want. And even if there is a time constraint, if I have a lot of time, then it's easier for me. If I, like Thursday night, I headlined out at Stir Crazy and they gave me 20 minutes and that was great because I had time to go out and do material and I could take my time with the material, let it breathe. You know, I, I was able to find organically how the audience was resonating. And then from there, I was able to organically go into crowd work and talk to this uh, girl in the audience who I knew was having a birthday because I overheard it when she was um, in line coming into the show that it was a birthday. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to have plenty of time. I've got 20 minutes. I can do like 10 minutes of material and then I can sort of pick this girl out from the crowd, start to talk to her, and then improvise a song for her to be special for her birthday. But last night, I only at 10 minutes in both shows. By the way, I did the Friday, uh, uh, excuse me, a 7 p.m. and a 9 p.m. show. But at the 7 p.m. show, I really wanted to try to get some impromptu crowd reactions and, and do the song. So it felt a little rushed for me. I... I wasn't really connected and I definitely felt I was a little bit in more of my fear brain than more of my like connected, artistic, um, emotionally uh, uh, empathetic, uh, (laughs) you know, that part of the brain, the creative part of the brain. So yeah, it was just, it, it, it just, it was a little bit more of a struggle and I think the audience subconsciously. They probably didn't know that that's what was going on. They just probably, I mean, they just weren't laughing as hard because I was not in the right emotional state to elicit laughter from them, which of course is my job as a comedian to understand how to do that and to be prepared to do that. And again, it's not like I bobbed or anything. It did really well. And by the time I I, I did okay. And then by the time I, the interview part, by the time I got to the song, I was able to get a lot of really big laughs in the song. Um, and even though I didn't think it went great, I was a little disappointed after the show. I did have a handful of people come and seek me out to tell me how amazing they thought that was, you know, you know what I did. And so, um, So even if they weren't laughing ha-ha-ha out loud, raucously, like they had been the whole night at all the other comedians, uh, I at least know that they were being entertained and that they enjoyed what I was doing. And I think it's sometimes difficult for me as a comic. It's like, I want the loudest laugh I've ever heard every 15 to 30 seconds, and anything that isn't that, I go, oh, oh, oh oh I'm not funny enough there oh I need to find a way to punch that joke up oh I need to um, so I'm working on that I'm working on that sort of mental head trash uh, element of just being a performer because I have had those performances uh, that just go really really well um, Thursday was an example of that another incredible crowd man it had some great crowds very fortunate to be able to um, have these opportunities to perform in front of such amazing crowds and that even if it doesn't go as well as I would like to my standards that the audience is still appreciative and letting me know that. And then so that was the 7 o'clock show I did 100% improvisation I didn't do any material. Uh, The 9pm show I was kind of thrown off my game from the 7pm show so I just did material I did all my tried and true I was still very spontaneous Um I was interactive with the audience but I, I wasn't like crowd worky with the audience I mean I was calling stuff out and r- sort of riffing off the crowd but I wasn't doing crowd work hey sir what's your name oh what do you do for a living I didn't do any of that Um, and that was really fun and then I still ended with a song, but I just did my... I have pretty much two pre-written music bits. keep on thinking I should write more of those, but none of the ideas I have really resonate. Um, You know, I've spitballed a couple of uh, ideas just in brainstorming mode of potential ideas that could be song worthy and i don't know there's there's a block there i don't know what it is if it's it's funny i talked about this a few days ago is is the voice within me coming from fear which means i should just push through it and write more music bits anyway or is that voice coming from the part that's going like yeah that's not what you need to be focusing on But all I can say right now is is my inspiration to proactively write music bits for the sake of of music bits. I mean the one the one music um bit that I have came very organically that way. It it just as I came up with the concept and started writing it, it just was like, "Oh, it would totally make sense that there would be a song here." I do a bit about how Prince uh Disney's never had a bald prince and then I go into you know, this idea of a princess who uh, is like a Disney princess singing about how she actually wants a bald prince. So, the bit and the idea came first. I, I didn't say, oh, I need to come up with a musical bit. I came up with a bit and I just went, oh, music would fit very well here. So, anyway, yeah, that that's just... Um, kept me from doing more written music bits but anyway so last night i closed with the one music bit that i do have about uh they not ever being a bald disney prince and a princess longing for that and i mean everything went really well i mean it wasn't the best shows i've ever done you know i've performed better but i've also performed a heck of a lot worse um the challenge with the 9 p.m. crowd is they were drunk and they were rowdy, um, which can be a lot of fun. That's not really my flavor. I I can push into that, and I did. I, I leaned into that and was being a lot more rowdy and vulgar. You know, I'm dropping F-bombs, which is not really something I do normally, but that's just the type of crowd they were, and... And they loved that, but I also just wanted to spit out material. And when in, when I went more into my material, um, there were some elements of my material that, like, that crowd wasn't really into. Um, and, you know, and again, it's not like they were rude. It's not like they heckled. But they were having a lot more fun when I was uh, just being rowdy with them. But my material isn't that so I don't really know how to make my material rowdy (laughs) and and sort of that more vulgar we're drunk on a Friday night and we're having fun you know we're 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 not looking for intellectual uh sophisticated comedy we just want to laugh our arses off and have a great time and the other comics were a lot more accommodating to that and And I was sort of accommodating. Again, man, I'm being so critical of myself. But I don't know how else to be, everybody. I am striving to be a master at this craft, and it just demands so much attention to detail and so much analysis and failing and attempts and working at it and improving. And I don't know if that'll ever end. Maybe when I'm dead, maybe when I'm dead, I'll go like I think I finally know how to write a joke. But until then, I am gonna uh, <laughs> drop some f bombs at the uh, people in the front row until I can figure it out. But I am going back to JP's tonight. I'll see if I can produce uh, a couple of sets that I feel better about. You know, I do want to do the improvisation. I just think I need to get out of the headspace, not be so hung up on the time constraint. Be a little bit more organic, um, more connected with the audience, less scared, and um, see if I can see if I can get some good tape, uh, a good video tonight. So anyway, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you're all out there living your dreams, figuring stuff out, honing the craft, pushing through. Uh, learning what you need to learn, having good experiences, having bad experiences. And that is all for today, January 20th, 2024, episode 52 of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. I love you all so much. And I will talk to you tomorrow.